if we're just saying regular stuff. You know what I mean? Because I'll be like, this is the part where we were bullshitting before we started recording. Even though I started recording already. Alright, Okay, so, um... I'm just pausing now. Um, So you can get started whenever you feel like it and just say what the podcast is. Hey, welcome. This is the podcast. And then we can go from there. Huh. So I got to do the intro. Well, I mean, I mean, I could do the intro, but it's your thing. It is my thing, but I haven't thought really of an intro. I mean, the high welcome stuff was fine last time. High welcome, like that. Or, you know, this is Conscious Hypocrite. This is our podcast. Oh, like, hello, welcome to Conscious Hypocrite. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I don't know, hold on, I don't know what to say really after that. I'll go, I can go, I can go from there. You can go from there? I can go from there. Yeah. All right. But I think I should. I don't know. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. I mean, you don't need to say anything. There's could be the intro segment where we you just say, "Welcome," and then we say who we are. We don't even need to do that much talking. And then I I have a segue that can go into one of the topics. Uh-huh. I can kind of relate the intro to. Um, one of the topics I had. All right, cool. Hello, welcome to Conscious Hypocrite. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I'm Carly. I'm Will. And we're going to talk about some random stuff today. Uh, we're recording this in the span of two days. So today we're recording on a Saturday. It's been raining all day. And we haven't really been doing anything. Yeah, we have. We've been slightly productive. I've been well. What have you What have you done today? The the dishes family. The uh, dishes got cleaned by a phantom. Okay, there was some dishes that got cleaned, uh, not by me. I did not clean the dishes. The dishes did get cleaned though, but not by me. Friends came over. Mm. What do you mean, friends came over? That's right. I forgot that happened. We had uh, some people come over for like a hot second. Conversated. Okay. Uh. Rolled, they rolled a blunt, smoked. Oh, is that what we're gonna? We're gonna just uh, put that all out there uh, like that? <laughs> um, yeah. Not I. No, not 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 uh, not Carl. Not I. As I'm drinking, as I'm drinking my um, kombucha beer right now. Yeah, I got a kombucha beer too. Um, Unity vibration. Well, this is not. We don't need to give kombucha. them. This, we don't need to really say the full name. Um, well, I went on a walk this morning and I went and had kind of a small workout and I went to the store. Those are some things I did today in the rain. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So as Will mentioned at the beginning, this podcast is called, it's called Conscious Hypocrite. Um, And what does that exactly mean? Because it's going to relate to something that I wanted to talk about with you. So what does that mean to you, conscious hypocrite? I mean, I'm very conscious of things. I'm trying to be uh, mindful Mm, mm -hmm. of the world around me. Especially in today's climate of all the racism and homophobia and stuff that's going on. But you know, sometimes I might say some shit that is off kilter a little mm, bit mm-hmm. uh but i'm always down for like a correction and there we go and what's going on totally um and i think that both of us probably like to think of ourselves as like relatively uh non-problematic in most respects like will said it's like we're trying to be as mindful as possible and want to correct our uh, any behaviors that might be going against that, but at the same time, just trying to evolve with the evolve with the time, and you know, be mindful of other cultures, totally, and people's perspective, uh, perspective, yep, on you know, everybody lives differently, so totally, totally, trying not to have judgment and 
all those other things. So I thought that maybe we could have a recurring segment where we bring up some things that we do that kind of prove how much of a hypocrite we really are. When I say we, I mean the both of us, but I also mean kind of everyone in general when it comes to being conscious so that even though we're working on all these things, we still have thoughts in our head that could be deemed as problematic or like judgmental stereotyping and that kind of thing. Yeah, I try to silence them, but uh, they do pop up. They're intrusive. Right. They could be funny as fuck. So the one that I wanted to bring up to Will is just a little background on my life is I am currently teaching in what could be described as like, I guess like an inner city school where the population is probably like maybe like 60% Hispanic Latino, which I don't really like that those terms, but we can get into that later. Um, like 60% Hispanic Latino Maybe, like, 38% Southeast Asian, Uh with, like, that being Filipino and Vietnamese. And then the other percentage being, like, maybe, like, four black kids. Four? Like, straight up. Not even a fistful? And two of them are sisters. Like, not even a fistful. Not even a fistful. But so, uh, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, a sprinkling of black kids. Like, literally a sprinkling. One white kid that I know of. Um, and then, and this is me, also including Chinese, Japanese, Korean kids. Because it's so um, predominantly Vietnamese and Filipino that there's barely any of uh, any other Asian countries represented. Um, and at my school in particular, there's a lot of what we call newcomer kids. Which is sort of the, the politically correct term for saying these kids are either un- undocumented or new to the country, immigrant kids, but in but the the term that we use that's like kind of like the nicer Welcome term to the New World is like these are the newcomer students. <laughs> and I've worked with in other schools with <laughs> what can be described as I feel like I work really well with kids who are loud and super boisterous like I am. Like I wonder why. Like kids who are super loud and I'm used to just hearing like kids speaking Spanish, even kids speaking Japanese. You tone down a little bit. Feel a little loud. (laughs) This is why I'm gonna come off clear on the podcast and you're gonna come off as a whisper voice. Uh, All right. Whatever. Listen, shady boots over here. My voice is going to come in clear and fine. Listen, why don't I put this on your lap and then I can just talk at the volume that I want to talk at. Yeah, I was just making a joke. Okay, that's fine. It's sensitive. (laughs) You got me all off track. Anyway, like she said, the kids are loud and boisterous like she was. Like I'm I'm comfortable being. And Will and I both kind of grew... Well, Will grew up in LA, but I grew up in Southern California where there's a lot of Japanese kids, Chinese kids, Korean kids. And you're used to hearing people speak in those languages, right? Like, I mean, I was used to hearing my friends talk to their parents in Chinese or whatever. I got Korean homies. And so, like, if kids are in my class loudly speaking speaking Spanish to each other, it doesn't bother me. Filipino homies? If some some black kids being just loud, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I enjoy, I I want kids to be, feel like they're, they're, you know, can be themselves, basically, in my classroom. Here's where the conscious hypocrite comes in. There's a group of girls that are in one of my classes that constantly are loudly speaking Vietnamese. Okay. And I'm not that familiar with that language. I'm, okay. I haven't grown up around people who are Vietnamese as much as, like, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, whatever. And something about that really bothered me when I was hearing them speak to each other in Vietnamese. It made me feel uncomfortable and it like annoyed me more than it would hearing another language. Which is like messed up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so I had to catch myself being like like do, do I reprimand these kids who are annoying me when really the only reason I'm being annoyed is because this is like an unfamiliar language I'm hearing if it was like Spanish? I go through this almost every day. Or anything else? But, it w- Yeah, I hear you. You get what I'm saying? I had this thought, but, and then that immediately made me think of the conscious hypocrite thing. So I go through this with, like, people that speak Spanish. I don't know Spanish that well, so maybe I should learn Spanish so I can understand. Because my, my workplace is predominantly Hispanics. That Spanish work, speakers. Spanish speakers. 
And they speak a lot of Spanish amongst each other. Now... Are you talking about your coworkers? Yeah, my coworkers. Now... Could they be talking shit? I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Maybe that is, is that what makes you feel uncomfortable? No, that's not what makes you feel uncomfortable. That's the thing is it's like maybe maybe because you're working with people and you don't know what they're saying that makes you that makes you feel uncomfortable. Well, My thing is that is that when they do that they eliminate you out the conversation or whoever doesn't speak that language out of the conversation. True, but imagine being in their situation where you well no listen listen though imagine imagine you being in a situation where you feel more comfortable speaking english than you do speaking a different language even I, though all I, the other people that, are and speaking. that's what i have to put right in in my mind because that's because sometimes they could what's going on is that dialect is easier in spanish right so they just communicate in spanish right and i can't i can't it took. I used to get. Uh, I used to get upset. I remember we had conversations about this about before, way back in the day. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. I mean, and it's kind of like um, your situation is not is not necessarily self centered, but there there is something that comes up a lot with like you hear these white women, mostly white women, sometimes black women, but mostly white women making jokes about the the nail salon, the Asian nail salon technicians. I love it. That's talking right. about I talking about it. that they're like talking shit about them and blah, blah blah. It's like, no, these women are just doing they their damn job. They rub my feet and they smile at me. They're not even worried. They're not they're not I know talking. What you're talking about. And even if they are talking shit, so what? Just let them live. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. You paying them a service. I love it. They look at me like I'm a damn pharaoh. Okay, well now we're see, now we're getting into you know, we're getting into more problematic stuff. Fucking, they just <laughs> that shit's an experience. And okay. They talk and they look and smile, rub the feet. All right, cool. And that's a whole and that's probably a whole other thing into itself <laughs> is how messed up and how these 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 women just like really put in so much work. No goldfish though. No goldfish. Anyways, so back to my students. So I think the reason why it was annoying, I think it was just annoying to me because I wasn't used to it. Like, you know, I don't know Spanish that well, but I'm used to hearing people speak Spanish Word. all the time or used to like hearing people speak Chinese or whatever. And so I just think that it was just annoying to me because it just sounded weird to me. It sounded weird. And so I shouldn't just tell these kids to be quiet when I wouldn't do it if they were speaking any other language. That's like some slave mentality shit. Quiet, don't speak that language. Right, either. exactly. Especially, exa- exactly, exactly. Especially if it's like... Walk into my world. Especially... <laughs> That's me 24 motherfucking seven. But, you know, it is what it is. That's but what majority saying. of people here speak English. Well, and, and, and like you're in a school where everyone is, is every, all your teachers are talking to you in English. You're trying to learn English. And you have one class where you got your homies who speak your language. Like... Yeah. Go ahead and have a ball. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And I so think, I think that's why people will get offended when you speak like a slang, too, because they can't. Some people don't like when you speak slang because they don't know. I have any idea what you're saying. What do you mean slang? Like, what's an example of that? Slang, just slang words. Some people don't understand certain slang terminology. They will have. To, I can't. I can't go through a a bunch of different terms of slang. But, but just, what's just an example a, of somebody getting offended by that? Like, cause I ha- are feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Kind of how you would feel uncomfortable. How would I feel uncomfortable? Because by saying slang. You wouldn't feel uncomfortable, but it's the same thing with the Vietnamese. It's the same thing, but just because it's like different. Yes. It happens to white women all the time. Oh, I mean, I'm sure probably. Well, you know, that's the whole thing is like this whole the whole <laughs> the whole ebonics thing not is not women. they not don't all white women. Sorry, because I got white women. You know, you don't need to say not all. Anyone who's offended by that, that's their problem. Oh shit! Yeah, not all. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, what was I saying about uh, language and uh, nail technicians? What were you just talking about? With um, uh, I lost my train of thought. What was? You were talking about nail technicians. No, you said something that made me think of something else. It was. Well, so I'm on nail technicians, and I don't. I enjoy when they talk. I don't. It doesn't bother me. Or when I was talking about what when I talk slang. When people, yes, that's what it was. Okay, so, so what used to be called ebonics is still called ebonics, but the the new intellectual, the new 
um, movement is calling it African American Vernacular English. African American Vernacular A A V E. Because English. there was a long period of time when people were like, Ebonics is an uneducated is 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 an uneducated way of speaking when really it's not. It's, it's just a, it's just yeah, it's just black slang. That's a code. Just because you don't understand it doesn't make it less than. <laughs> So now, it's highly advanced. and now that we have <laughs> highly educated people who can prove that they're educated and still use ebonics, and it doesn't—it's just slang. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I talk. You know, we both talk a certain way, and that doesn't mean that we're any less smart when when we use slang or we curse or whatever. You know, but um, so yeah, the movement now is towards calling it uh, African American vernacular English, Word. and it's being seen as its own kind of like. You know, uh, with its own history and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, E forty got a dictionary, so we good. Beck has a dictionary too. It's called the Beckionary. Praising, praising to everybody. Praising. Um. So yeah, I mean, do you think that that fit into conscious hypocrite? Because I, I mean, I was able to realize that this thought I had was problematic about these Vietnamese students, but then I like didn't. I didn't, uh, like, act on it. Like, I was like, let me tell these kids to be quiet. And then I was like, why? You what, like, what is, what is the root of me asking these kids to be quiet? Who knows? It's deep. It's uh, epigenetic, ep- epigenetics. <laughs> I don't know if that's epigenetics that, at all. I'm just... See, now we're getting off. Good. Hold on. Keep going. Let me see. What would be the root? It would probably just be you, you being a teacher, the authority figure, and trying to control... Your environment. But that's the whole thing I'm saying is if these kids were speaking any other language. So you caught yourself. Right. So look, maybe if you were not in the bubble of California and maybe if you were in somewhere like Ohio or or Alabama or Mississippi or uh, Georgia or any of those type of states. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of teachers who do problematic things that do fucked up stuff in every state. You hear all these things come out like... We don't need to get into that. There's horrible teachers in every school. Correct. So, I mean, <laughs> you caught yourself, though, instead of... Right, but that's what I'm saying. Because you could have gave those girls a whole nother experience on, who the hell is this art teacher telling me to not speak my language to my friend? Right, Boom. right. So, you doing that is allowing them to be free and talk, you know... Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's the whole conscious hypocrite thing, right? Is you have these thoughts... And you you regulate yourself and you think about where this stuff is coming from before you act on it. Right. But that doesn't mean you're going to not have these thoughts or not say things that are probably... You know what I mean? It's all just yeah, part of the the growth, I guess. I heard somebody say. call somebody an Oriental like three years ago. Yeah. I was in the car. I was. I looked around. These are case, these are case managers. Somebody, we were on lunch and somebody said Oriental and I was like, hold the, f- what's going on? What, yeah. What, and we'll what, say in case managers, what, for those who don't know, can you just say what you do just briefly? I, I work in the mental health field. Mm. Uh, I've been doing that for like, I guess 12 years now. So I've worked in like acute care. And what does acute care mean? What does acute care mean? Yeah. Uh, so just imagine this. Um, there's a lot of stressors in life and it can happen to anybody. Um, sometimes people are predisposed to it. Yeah. Sometimes it could be triggered by exactly. drugs or something or else. Or trauma. Mm-hmm. We, trauma is a thing and we don't get to talk about trauma. But anyway, like acute, acute care center, you know, it's people off the streets you know, it's a, a place for them to feel safe and get their head together and not worry about all the stressors or pressures or drugs that are surrounding them. And yeah, it's like a psychotic break, basically. Is what happens that leads them to your Yeah, the place. sitters. But then, you know, I work at a residential and that's more like... Uh, I've been working at a residential care place and that's more like uh, they live there. Um, cause they're conserved. And what does conserved mean? Uh, it means somebody has the rights over you. So you, you're not in control of you. Someone else is making, um, decisions your, yeah. for you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I don't, you know, I'm not a conservator. I'm just, a. have I've, 
I've worked case management for a couple of years and now I work in the activities department and I just do cool, fun shit. Uh, take them on outings instead of like a uh, sport event, stretch, pull out yoga mats, do some meditation uh, and give them an opportunity to speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had certain clinicians come to me that's been in the game for 20 years, 30 years. Some people that have went to school for 10 plus years and they tell me that I can run circles around them. Just how I deal with people. Not to toot my own horn, but yeah, that's what I... Toot, toot. All right. Okay, so uh, speaking about drugs, because Will mentioned that uh, at his job, that is something that can trigger mental breaks. I just wanted to bring up something, another school-related thing that I wanted to get Will's opinion on. So My opinion. (laughs) So I work at a middle school, but it's only 7th and 8th grade. So the kids are anywhere between like 12, 13, 14 is the basic age. And weed, I would not say is a big problem, but it is something that you can tell that some kids are doing. Um, I found this like weird contraption that a student was talking about and then left on the table. It was a sharpener, like a pencil sharpener they had made into a little pipe. <laughs> like <laughs> The ingenuity. <laughs> it was so weird. They don't have wood shop anymore in class, so you know, kids are going to... Yeah, and, and the girl who made that—I mean, her and her friend that are in my in my seventh period class. I teach art, by the way. I didn't mention that, but um, these girls come in reeking of weed, and it's very obvious that it's them because they'll come in late, do a lap around the classroom, and it's like you can smell their their trail around them. Happy Le Pew. And I was telling Will that that the other day when they asked to leave the classroom, I told them they had to go one at a time because they were just going to go back and smoke. I told them. I'm not going to let you leave together. Every day. I'm not going to let you leave together because you're just going to go smoke and come back. And so they were really shocked that I even brought that that up and could tell, which is super like, kids are so dumb. The fact that there's, there's, straight up, no, no, kids, I I say dumb in that kids are so, uh, uh, in their own world. All right, all right. That they don't really see adults as like just being versions of them. Like we like you know what I mean? Like Facts. like we all didn't know people in middle school who smoked weed or you know whatever like we don't know what it smells like cuz we're this this random adult that lives in this different universe that they live in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so after I uh after I found the sharpener, I went to talk to my assistant principal. I gave it to her. Cheat the keef. And I talked to her about how I knew it was the student's pipe and she reeked of weed. <laughs> and the principal basically told me what the, or I'm sorry, the assistant principal. Come told, on, CO. <laughs> Come on. The assistant principal told me sort of what the their policy is for if a student is reeking that bad. And they say that what they do, and this is what I want to get your opinion on, that what they do if there's a student that reeks of weed, they will take all of the students out of the classroom. So instead of going and singling out that, that student, they will take all the students out of the classroom and they will search every single student. Damn, she gonna get everybody cracked. But, but so what do you, th- I mean, I just feel, I just feel like putting, ki- putting kids, maybe, I mean, I'm a pretty new teacher. So, so hold, hold on. on, hold on. I'm a pretty new teacher who may be naive to certain things. But the idea of getting kids kind of used to this whole pat down prison pipeline, yeah, talk it seems especially it. this school I was because talk prison pipeline. It'd be really interesting to see how other schools would deal with it. Maybe I should ask some other some other people how their school deals with it, and then maybe in the next episode we can talk about um, what those other findings are because there's a lot of disciplinary things that are different between schools that are predominantly white. And schools that are predominantly brown kids. And I've worked in multiple places, so I know. But it seems... And there's already campus police, like actually police officers who are on my campus. And they have their own parking spots at this school. And so the idea of these kids kind of getting... Even the kids who are not guilty, quote guilty, getting used to this whole policing of their stuff seems... Okay. Seems a little intense, but maybe I maybe I don't know. What so, do you think? So, what do I think? I think they're they are wrong. 
I think you you shouldn't search all the kids because that creates uh, it's not a safe place. Right, right. It's traumatic to all the kids that right, weren't right. even involved in the right. situation. Mm-hmm. Why do they even have to know? And even the ones who, who is, get caught in front of everybody else. Yeah, no. So if the girls get caught, whoever, girls, boys, whoever the hell it is, and you go with the teacher's um, information because mm-hmm. they're the adult working there and that's why you hired them. Duh. And you snatch all the, you snatch those, the people that were involved in the incident mm-hmm. and you deal with it accordingly. Yeah. You shouldn't have to evolve. Like, what? Yeah. Quit it. But I don't got no degrees, so I'm not, you know, I ain't smart. I, the way that I think about it is, <laughs> is this just means that I should get more comfortable with handling this internally. Yeah. And still talking to my administration about these things that are coming up, but maybe making it so it's not like, like, if the kids are reeking really bad, talking to them, but then maybe also mes- mentioning it to the administration but not in a way that they need to come into my classroom yeah, and search everybody. Yeah, you don't search everybody. I don't got to search everybody. Yeah. Little Jeffrey over there ain't doing nothing. He's still playing with Pokemon. And, uh... I mean, I'm still playing with Pokemon, to be fair. But so. I'm just saying, dude. Like, yeah, kids are at totally different levels. Okay. Especially especially in middle school. There's, <laughs> such a, there's such a range of maturity. Like, this may be... Okay, this may be... Uh, not a hot take, but this may be just a really wild thing. Hot takes. But, like, I always think about masturbation. And, like, maybe this is, like, messed up. But I I always think of, like, <laughs> which, like, middle school is such a weird place because you know certain kids have discovered it and certain kids haven't. And it's, like, that's such a big uh, milestone in your growth as a human. Oh, middle school is so weird and gross. I don't know. I feel these poor kids. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but you have that mix in a classroom of like, especially in my classes, it's seventh and eighth mix. They're not separate. So you have these like little innocent kids and you have the kids who you know are just like going to town on themselves. And it's, I don't know. It's weird. Is that a weird thing to say? <laughs> Why do you have that in your head about these little kids? Well, it's not like I'm thinking about them doing what? it. Yeah, you are. Well, no. Okay, okay. Let me be open. Let me completely, <laughs> let me be completely open and honest. I'll be open and honest. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, when you become sexually active, it's like a switch goes off, right? right? Where you're sort of, you're loosening up a little bit, right? That's, I'm hoping these kids don't get to that until they're much older, but masturbation is some of some of them. That's that's a whole nother. Have that's cl- a whole, have we, we have that. another side. But what I'm saying is is masturbation is the kind of the gateway to knowing stuff about your body, loosening up, being more com- being <laughs> more up. being more comfortable with yourself. <laughs> I mean, it's what it's what I think it's what the boundary is between you being a little kid and you becoming a teenager, and so. What Back I'm saying is, seal. what I'm saying is, in these classrooms, it's it's pretty obvious which kids are more on their way to teenager than they are to elementary school, and that's the thing with middle school is it's like that middle ground between those two places, and yeah, so it's like you have these kids who are still very unaware and innocent, and then you have the kids who are like trying to be way too grown and in the same spaces basically is what i'm saying which causes a lot of interesting dynamics wait to bust the nut kids (laughs) wait to bust the nut no i mean (laughs) kids should learn i mean kids should learn about masturbation kids should learn about masturbation they should be comfortable with their bodies whenever you find out you find out. i had this very interesting book it was an american girl book if you're as long as you find out and fucking nobody teaches you how, like, there's fuckery going on. Can I finish my thought? World. I'm just saying. I had this book. It was an American Girl book, if you're familiar with the American Girl dolls. And it was called, like, The Wonderful You or The Beautiful You or something like that. And it had all these girls of different races on the cover in a cartoon. And my mom gave it to me, and it had all this different stuff about your body and your vagina. And it was a great book. And my mom had told me that she had to sneak that book to my cousin, who was living with my grandma at the time, because... My grandma would doesn't doesn't talk about shit. My mom said that when she got her period, she thought she was dying because nobody told her anything. 
Like, it's just important. Knowledge is important. And vaginas shouldn't be scary things to girls who have them. And you should learn to, you know, know what's going on with them. And you shouldn't have to pay for tampons and fucking birth control. Mm, straight up. And boys should know about their, their junk, too, and know that it's not some embarrassing thing, you know? Yeah. If condoms is free. If you can get condoms free, you should get tampons, all that shit for free. Straight up. Straight What's up. a whole other conversation? Straight up. Straight up. I'm glad that we've been drinking and you've been chewing on the mic. You know, the people have, there's some people who have misophonia, which means that they have like a, they, it really triggers them when they hear people chewing. Oh, that shit used to happen to me when I was a kid. I used to trip out on my mom and she used to just drink. She would drink something and, and but I'd be like, why you got to swallow like that? What is going on? You sound like your son. Yeah. Well that conversation took an interesting turn from weed policing to masturbation. Yeah, that was all you too. <laughs> was that all me? I'm gonna listen back and we'll have an idea of if that was me. But Oh maybe it was. It's fine. Anyway, but ad- but the but point the- being adolescence is weird, especially this middle school. But yeah, there's a way you should be policing your kids. Well, kids should be policed at school like i know all these school shootings and all this shit is going Mm, on right and that's you know they're trying to have uh have people have vigilant have vigilant care or whatever the hell because when there's numbers just like my job when there's uh so your senses and that's how many kids you have on the the campus ground census yeah like our senses we have like 99 so Mm -hmm. they say the you're, state, you're saying census, but it's sounding like senses. I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm just clarifying the sense, census. Yeah. I'm chewing on shit. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> so, the state requires a certain number of faculty members or staff workers on the grounds at the time, depending on how many people you have on the grounds. Okay. You really shouldn't be chewing like that. It's fine. <laughs> this is real, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um. <laughs> it's gonna be funny though when I hear this. What was I trying to say? So in the in the in people. the school in the school, since they have all this, uh, there's been all these shootings. Mm-hmm. There's probably been more law enforcement or just security on the grounds, so the kids can feel safe. Okay, but when you have these things where kids are dealing with drugs and you have these isolated incidents i don't think all these kids should be involved in the incident that is well here that that hold on i'm not done because that takes away from their time when they in there trying to learn and they ain't smoking weed or popping pills or doing whatever the hell they were doing you know they don't have to be involved you know you like my 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 school had dogs Mm. so the dog would come around but you know some of the homies would tell the people that did what they did, hey, yo, the dog's on campus, mm-hmm. and the homie would bail. He would just leave class, hop fence, whatever. Um, and then you ain't pulling a bunch of kids out. And, right. you know, I went to a pretty diverse high school. Um, you name it, it was there probably. Um, so, basically, I get what you're saying. However, we talk about school shootings, and we talk about the schools. It's probably because that- they all brown. That's here. That's the point I'm trying to make. We talk about school shootings and you say <laughs> to make students feel safer. That's why this police presence is there. But we live in a place where most of the middle schools and high schools are 70%, if not more, white students. And there are no police on those campuses. Nope. But they are in... There was dogs at Wills and that was in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and <What>? then... <laughs> the late 90s, early 2000s. Look, man, my campus security, my campus security, by, uh, it's over the statute of limitations. My, <laughs> my campus security was my, he ended up being an assistant coach. That dude was giving us alcohol when we went to Vegas in high school, mm. dude. That That's the same guy that I had a shit ton of detention time. And he made me pick up a fucking piece of paper and signed off hella hours. Wow. Yeah. 
Asian Asian homie. I don't know what the part of you know Asian dude. He was cool as hell though. He had no problem. He was a cop. Uh, security, oh, dude. Security. security. Yeah. Well, so the the guys at my school are cops. It's the San Jose Police, or it's uh, it's the it's the, poli- the it's the police department. It's not a campus security. These are police people officers. People wasn't shooting each other. People wasn't, you know. People wasn't trying to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I take you know. That is around the time that the that Columbine, Columbine happened, like 2001. No, Columbine already happened when I was in, in high the school. Nineties? Was it ninety nine? This I forget. Is this is something we can look up on our I was, someone's I was, I was in school when that happened. Yeah, so it was like okay. in the 90s. 99? Was that so, what It was pretty late, I think. There was You couldn't wear a trench coat and all that mm, other shit. Mm-hmm. And then some kids were like uh, gothic or whatever. <laughs> I don't know how you say it. Did I say it right? Goth, yeah. Goth, yeah. <laughs> they were goth. <laughs> Goth wearing dark hair, which long. was low key me in middle school, also, <laughs> by the way. And they would wear these fucking leather trench coats and shit. You didn't know what the hell was in that damn leather trench coat. Big boots, like, you was ready for whatever. You ain't going to a mosh pit, you're going to third period, my dude. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, you could. That was that, that, so. To make kids safe, those kids couldn't dress like that anymore. Right. You couldn't come with a big ass right. coat because kids were pulling out shoddies. Well, that kind of stuff. Shit. I mean, your school's very diverse. That makes sense. But like, that's what I'm saying. Is my school? It's like just these like brown. Like it's I don't know. It's it's different than. It's but, different in different areas. The, the point that I'm trying to make is that they know what's going on. They allow they're, they're, they're allowing the guns in the neighborhoods. They're police. They're 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 policing my students because of so-called uh, possible gang affiliations, and because they want to start policing that, the bodies of brown kids, that and that's is why they profile. And that's why they don't police the white kids that are in our neighborhood. Basically, is what I'm trying to say. Because they have vanity bars and. Arguably, and that's the thing, arguably, <laughs> not even arguably, worse than weed. Worse yeah. than weed is what they got. I mean, worse it, than weed is what they got. They which brings have, us, that, they, which brings us back to the whole beginning of this conversation. Is these, these are the kids who, these kids, <laughs> these white kids, have things that are going to mess their life up more than weed probably. Facts. And they're not being, they're not the ones being policed and taken out of class and searched. Whereas the kids at my school are. Well, weed is legal. Right? I mean, yeah. Okay, but, but I'm gonna. Anyway, but anyway, but anyway, to piggyback on that, certain. I mean, I don't think kids should be smoking in junior high. True, which is true, very you know, true. They should. It's too early. You got too much shit to figure true. out. You shouldn't be smoking that early. The the kids that are doing this now are. It's it's pretty sad, and then it's it's the it's pen- pretty far gone, especially if it's something they're doing at school or yeah. something they need to, or if they really have stuff going on in their life where they need to cope that bad. And that and then if that There's, is happening. You need to check in with the parents. Totally, they need to have a whole conversation with you know. Yeah. So if you know your kid's smoking, just so you know, hey, they smoking, you know, and if you know, and it's on, it's your job. It shouldn't be the teacher's job. The teacher should be aware because they spend. Eight hours a day there. Sometimes the kid spends more time at the damn school That's, than they do with which their is, own parents. Which is why it's the teacher's job sometimes. If there's but a lot there, of these cases, the parent com- is that conversation it, needs to happen though. That yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, so one thing that Will was trying to do, trying to incorporate into this podcast, was sports-related stuff. And right now, we are in the midst of the semifinals of the NBA. And uh, it's the Warriors and the Blazers and the Bucks and the Raptors. Right? Correct. And we're about to go into, or we're about to watch, actually, game three of the semifinals. Is this game three? Or game four? Yeah. Game three. And the, um, is it tied? What's the... Who? What? For who? Game... No, this is not tied at all. Are you talking about the Warriors? Yes, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. No. What, no game, what game is this right now? For the, for it's the about to be game three. And it's, uh, what's the, is it 2-1? Two, 2-0. Two, with the... 
warriors, warriors on, top. on top. Okay. So the way this is going to work is it's about almost five o'clock our time, California time right now. So the game hasn't started yet. So Will is going to give some predictions as to what may happen in the game. We're going to watch the game and then we'll see um, whatever thoughts he has after it and if any of these predictions were true. So hit us with hit us with your thoughts. All right. So you would probably think I was Nostradamus because I saw this coming already. Um, with the 2-0 lead from the Warriors without Kevin Durant. And then I told people if they go 2-0, they're going to shelf Kevin Durant. They're going to what, Kevin Durant? Shelf. Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? By shelfing him is... Uh, Sit him down and have him play if necessary. So even though he may be ready to play, they're going to make a point of just not playing him, is what you're saying. Because they want him healthy for the finals. Oh. Um, so basically, they're being the, the Warriors are being that cocky right now. Not even cocky. It's just not necessary to put all your weapons out there if not needed. So it's that's not, like subtly cocky. It's not anything <laughs> about cocky. He's probably... If anything, he could be like 70%. You get what I'm saying? So why put him out there if he's not fully 100? If we well, could, yes, if we could, If we could spare three more days, you right. know, right. why not do it? Right. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So what, uh, so what do you think is going to happen? We playing chess, not checkers. All right. I wish you all could see Will's face when he made that. It was very extra. Okay. So... <laughs> Okay, so what are your predictions for this game? Who's going to win? What's so, the general vibe of the game? For this game, I mean, Portland lost that. They they gave up that last game. They had that this game. This game is in Portland, right? This Correct. Game. Yeah. They had that game in their grasp. But they lost it. Um, I would like to see Portland win. I would like to see Portland win, to be honest. But what do you think is going to happen? Now you okay? Here's the here's a question I have. Now you say, <laughs> what do I think is gonna happen? No, hold on, hold on. You say saddens me. You say that you think they're gonna shelve Kevin Durant this game, but if the if, I know they are, they're sitting him. They're, he's not playing. You know that for a fact. Yeah. I, I, Even if the Blazers are winning so, by a lot. So check this out. What I could see happening. Also, I see Portland winning two straight. Okay, and then KD has to play. Now he's back because, you know, it's a tie series now, and then they take it in six. Mm. Take it in six. That would be in, like, a in the ideal world. But it looks like a, it could just be a steamroll. For theater, for theater, for theater, that's what I would, you know, I'd like to see Portland win two straight. And then KD comes back, and then... And the Warriors win the last Yeah, they, I mean, they're, yeah. And then, so, you got the Bucks over there on the east side. Talk about the Bucks. Okay, we can talk about that. Uh, Yantis, Antetokounmpo. Uh, I think you said the last name really good, the first name, I don't know. Whatever. I, it's fine. It's the first time I said it. <laughs> on on mic. Um, they call him the Greek Freak. Uh, the Bucks are up 2-0 against Toronto. Um, Toronto's looking bad, to be honest. I can see, I can just imagine Kawhi just, like, really not wanting to be there. It's kind of sad to see the whole... <laughs> but, I mean, I guess they made it to the final. I mean, the semifinal. I mean... Season. It's just kind of, like, it's kind of sad to watch. <laughs> I mean... Like, he was, was doing, there. He was doing some weird stuff in that game. <laughs> he was the only one scoring. What do you mean? Yeah, I know. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird vibe. That's my thought. He was doing what he could do. <clears throat> um, I think the Bucks are just too. They're uh, they're a big team. I don't think Toronto could play fast enough to beat the game up. Um, they don't look like they have any answers right now. Um, and that that's probably going to be a sweep. I could see the Bucks and the Warriors, and then you know. I see the Warriors winning it. But so, so for the predictions, at least for this game, are that the... The, the Warriors, I, I, I mean, after that disheartening game, I think the Warriors are going to whoop their ass again, dude. 
In this one? Yeah. Okay, so first you said you... Okay, so in you my said, ideal look. So in, in my okay. ideal world, I would love to see Portland win two games. Yes. And then Kevin Durant come back for the theater. You know, this is my... Oh, okay. This is my reality TV. But that's not... I, I want to hear your actual prediction for this game. Oh, I, I, the, that, that's I, what we said I, this was. The Warriors about to win. Okay. Again. So let's clarify now... What Will wants is for the Blazers to win this game. What he thinks is going to happen is that the Warriors are going to win with Kevin Durant sitting out. Right? Yeah. That's what you. That's what you're actually thinking is most realistic to happening. Okay. So we'll check back in with uh with you all after the game and see what happened, and Will will give his added reflections as There's to. There's no resistance. There needs to be more resistance. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, we're back. The game just ended. I thought it was boring. Will may disagree, but I thought it was a boring game. Um, it was a very good game. Uh, good in what way? In a way that... So how it played out, it kind of played out how game two was. Where the Blazers were up at halftime and the Warriors had to come back in the third quarter. Um, but the game, were, the game was pre- except for the first quarter, the game was pretty close. And the, the, first, war- the Warriors are notorious for notorious. when 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 there is a a big uh, when they're losing by like a chunk of like ten or twelve points. It's always in the first quarter. They're they're, the- no- they're notorious for just letting the other team do that and then just dominating for the rest of the game so yeah, they're a third quarter team so they came back in the third quarter well i mean that's what i'm saying it wasn't and everything everything happened the way that you said it was going to happen and the way that it was expected to happen and that's just that was boring that was boring to me uh there was some great defensive plays uh cook played a great game he had great minutes they showing him right now on the highlights but um anyway uh Let's see what's going to happen for the rest of the series. The Warriors are up three zero. Will they close out in Portland? Um, probably. Probably after after. I hope. I I hope. I hope not. I hope they don't. I hope they don't pack it. Well, it's never fun when that happens. You always want to see the other team put up a fight, especially when they're at home. But I I I feel like the Warriors are showing their uh, championship experience and their pedigree without Kevin Durant. Well, two of their starters. Who else? DeMarcus Cousins. Oh, yeah. Um, which he's going to come back and that's going to be a whole nother. And they're going to have to get used to them playing with them. So, I mean, that'll be interesting. But the Warriors played a great game. It was uh, cool to see them step on the gas. Even the wool was asleep for like the whole second I quarter. I did not sleep. She keeps saying I was snoring. I was just like in uh in rest mode. You know, I was. I wasn't asleep. I was just in rest mode. Yeah, I was sitting here watching the game with your she, eyes closed. My eyes were open. Snoring. My eyes were open. Anyway, um, game four is Monday, I believe. Um. Draymond Green probably was MVP with 20 points, uh, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. Another triple-double. They're like 27-1 and one when he has a triple-double. Some crazy ass. 28-28-1 when the Draymond Green has a triple-double. Um, so if we, record, if we record every Thursday, the next time we'll be recording this... The Warriors could be on to the finals. Yeah, on to the their three P. And I think if the band doesn't break up, if you know all the guys stay together, they have the possibility to riddle off five in a row. But we'll see. What do you? Oh, what do you mean? Five championships. Oh, what are they on now? So would this be the? Their, this would be three. They've gotten three already. Well, this, this if would, they this win, would be the if fourth. They if they win this, this one, it would be the fourth. Be three. Are you sure? In a row. Oh, because there was one where the... There was one where KD wasn't there. One? The Warriors won two championships in a row. 
Yeah. And then they didn't win one. And then they won another one. Is that what happened? They're about to three-peat right now. They've only ever won two in the last however many years. They won, I they won three. They're about to three-peat right, they're about to three-peat right now. Oh, okay. It's three in a row. Okay. All right. All right, three in a row. Okay. Yeah, I believe Stephen Curry already has three rings. Clay Thompson already has three rings. Right. So I'm saying there was the Warriors won were a, winning before Kevin Durant. Right. Arrived. Right. There was just a little break before. Yeah. Yeah. Cleveland won one. That's the one I was thinking of, and they had won the they had won before Cleveland, and then it was Cleveland, and then it was them two times. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Uh-huh. Okay. So. Well, by the next time that we. Get back on this. We'll have watched the season finale of Game of Thrones, so we can check back in. Hey, so we're back, and we just finished watching Game of Thrones, the season finale. So uh, Daenerys came through and blew the city down. That was the last episode. That's what happened the last episode. Yeah, murked a bunch of people. So now all that's over, you know. And Daenerys is still killing people that surrendered. And Jon Snow is looking at, uh, I guess, her flaws, you know. And he he, he begged her to, like, uh, free, um, what was the guy, what's the guy's name? Uh, Tyrion. Tyrion. So the, the, the episode starts with Tyrion essentially saying he doesn't want to mess, he doesn't want to fuck with Daenerys anymore. And he takes his little badge off. And she accuses him of treason because he helped his brother get out of prison in the last episode. Right. So he gets jailed. And now that's got Jon Snow thinking like... Gotten got Jon Snow trying to look at everything clearly. And kind of see that Daenerys is actually a really dangerous person. Right. So... That was, that was a trip. So he, he went up to the, where the Iron Throne is. Uh... Pet Dragon sniffed him out. You know what I'm saying? He went in there. Jon Snow did. Jon Snow. Yeah. Full uh, transparency, I'm frying fish right now, so there might be a lot of popping in the background. And, uh... So, he, he walks in there, and he's he's pleading for... Jon Snow's pleading to, uh... It's popping a lot. Yeah, well, maybe not. Okay. So he's trying to have a conversation with the queen about freeing Tyrion. He's like, you know... You can forgive people. You can forgive people, this, that, and the other. And he was trying to talk to her. And then she was like, you know, we can run this. We can run this this city together. We can run this all day. Just me and you, baby. <laughs> And uh, he was like, all right, you always be my queen. And they start smooching. And they start kissing, and it was like, wah! Straight to the damn chest. The, the thing of the, cra- the crazy, this is probably the best part of the episode, is we hear it happen before it actually happens. Like, we hear the stabbing sound as they're still holding each other. So you just assume that that's what happened, and then you see her fall away. Like, he stabbed her. Yeah, and then uh, the big uh, Charizard over there. Came up, you know what I'm saying? Flipped out on him. Didn't, he didn't, I mean, he didn't really he even didn't flip want to out flip on out him. him just he like, flipped out in general and yeah. was spraying a bunch of flames, but, but he didn't really direct anything at Jon Snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was upset, but then he couldn't kill him because that's Papa. Papa John. <laughs> Papa Juan. Papa John. <laughs> uh, and, uh,. He he burned down the throne, the Iron Throne. The Iron throne. So I feel like the the dragon had a deep a deep awareness of what was going on. Nah. What? And he was over the the bullshit. That's stupid. All right, that's just my interpretation. I mean, I think you I, can no, say listen, it's I think everyone interprets it that way, but it's a dragon. I mean, does this dragon what really you mean? know what's going on? I don't know. The dragon is is conscious. Okay. It's aware. All right. That showed you it was aware of what was going on. Okay. What was going on? Why everything? Why her, the mama died? Okay, she died over the stupid ass throne. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also forgot to mention that Tyrion went 
into the castle and found his brother and sister dead. Oh yeah. So we knew that Cersei just died off of the the rock, the rock, the, and the, the rubble, the her, rubble. Yeah. So she she died from the the house that she that she built. That was yeah. that was the irony. Of that and then, uh, Jamie's a sucker, a sucker for incest, <laughs> and that's cool too. That, he's a sucker for it, but it's cool too. Uh, sure. cool hey, hey, cool hey, 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 I ain't here to judge. <laughs> yes, we are. That's the whole point. I ain't here. To, I'm just saying. All right. That's what he want to do. That's okay, what he want to so do. Okay, so the throne burns down. Word. And then uh, everyone's kind of trying to figure out what to do. So this random council pops up of people that include Sansa, Arya, um, Samwell. Uh, what's his face? Who was uh? I forget his name. A couple other older white Some dudes. Some dude like Brett Favre. One dude we have never seen before in our yeah, life. Yeah. Uh, a Bran. Bran. And they're all in this council trying to figure out who should be the king. Green worm. Green worm. Gray worm. Gray, no, he was just standing. Gray worm is tr- tripping. He wasn't part of the council though. But he needs to let it go. He was still trying to kill motherfuckers. He watched his oh, girlfriend's head get lopped off. He ain't got. He ain't got no equipment anyway. He ain't got no equipment, so any damn way. Uh, oh man, yeah. So he's tripping. He don't want to let people go. He's like, we need to have justice, this, that, and the other. So Tyrion, Tyrion is comes making this, up. Huge, this huge speech in front of everybody yeah. about who, about what's gonna happen, and he just kind of throws it out there. I think Bran should be king Demi- because Bran has the best story yeah. and he's the keeper of the story so Bran should be king what do y'all think about that and everyone's like yeah i agree i agree i agree and Bran's just like i knew it the whole time bitches he and that's the thing you start looking at the series and seeing how he was making sure everything was just where it needed to be everything was just in the right place so that all of this could happen and he Bran. Bran knew he was the king when he fell down dude when he fell out of the window? He fell he out was, the window. He wasn't the three-eyed raven yet, When he fell yet, out the window. He knew when Hodor oh. was... Hodor, yeah. And he was reversing time and doing all that weirdness. He knew about that because he knew the night... He knew what was going to happen with the Night King was going to happen. So he was... He was ready for all that. And so, basically, he pardons Tyrion. He wants Tyrion to be his right-hand man. He makes Sansa the Le- queen... Right-hand will... She makes Sansa the queen of uh, Winterfell, which is good. So Sansa's essentially the queen of her whole little area, which is good. Um, but then he's like, Jon Snow, you can just go be the Night's Watch. That's cool with you, right? And Jon's like, I guess. But it's like, I know Jon didn't want to be king, but didn't he want like a little something? Like the fact that he kind of got shoved off to the to the Night's Watch seems a little, I don't know. He got to chill with the redhead homie. Yeah. Him and Ginger homie were chill. And I was waiting for the redhead homie. To hook up with Brienne of Tarth, Brienne the Stallion, this whole time, and now it's never gonna happen. They're back over, over in the 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 wall, and she's over helping out Tyrion and Bran. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, she had a whole other series much, in her okay, mind. Pretty much to sum up this episode, the first fifteen minutes, some shit goes down, and we find out who has the Iron Throne. And there's kind of a little catch with Daenerys getting killed. But then the rest of the episode really didn't, really was boring, didn't matter. I didn't care. Yeah. It was kind of stupid, I thought. I I was wondering who was going to take her out. Right. That was going to be Arya. I mean, I'm glad it was, was Jon Snow. Snow. You know, came with the Sae, Wawap. This dope little Pope. Um, he used her weakness. He She was really was soft for him. He took advantage of that. It's kind of messed up. She was tripping. She shouldn't have burned all those she damn people. She was tripping, but if she was really on her evil queen shit, she wouldn't have <laughs> let him get close to her like that. She would not have let him get close to her like that. She would have killed Jon Snow. She would have done the opposite. She would have stabbed him when he was coming with the smooches. That's why her sister told him was good. I've seen a killer before, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, Sansa should have, Sansa should have been ruling everything this whole time, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. All right. Is that all, is that all we have to say about this series finale? Pretty much. It's been a good, uh, good decade. I suppose. So. I guess so. I mean, it hasn't really been ten.
10 years? I don't think so. I mean... It's been eight seasons, so that's close to a decade. Because I feel like we were... I mean, and that's the thing. We, we just shout out to us. We had our eight-year anniversary. So that was eight years ago. Because yeah. I feel like we've watched this together since the beginning, right? Since the beginning. So, yeah. <laughs> now it's over, I guess. Yeah, so Game we, of Thrones. What are we watching next? Uh, maybe Love After Lockup. Life or, After uh, Life, Life After Lockup. This is more, you know, Carly's cup of tea. So, you know, I'll come in on the... I'll have mad jokes for that. So, yeah. If you guys want to stay tuned to the the TV, TV part of the segments. Well, I think this was a nice light way to end the episode since we talked about some more heavy stuff in the middle. Oh, it got heavy in the middle? Well, it didn't get heavy, but I mean, we talked about like school oh, and masturbation, masturbation. and uh, policing brown children. Yeah. So this is like a more light, I guess, kind of way to end the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I think we'll be, pu- we'll be publishing this one probably. Yeah. Um, there needs to be like a statistic on kids that are masturbating and if they're violent. I, I bet you if they're shooting if they're shooting him off, they're not shooting up the class. Shoot him up. Um. Okay, we're gonna end on that. Bye. <laughs>